0: Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Keep up to date with all the latest news during the off-season every Friday on this show. Even though there's no races, he's still at the back of the field, so let's give it up for our host, Vanilla Wafers! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in, too the field filler podcast christmas is almost upon us so hopefully you guys are enjoying the off season right now and enjoying the holidays one thing's for sure though it has gotten freaking cold where i'm at so that's one of the thumbs down but you know what hasn't been the thumbs down has been the news lately in the nascar racing world just some exciting news every single day it seems like it doesn't matter if it's the truck series the xfinity series or the cup series we've just seen some crazy announcements and i absolutely enjoy it and i can't wait to share this week because there's a lot of teams right now who have done some big expansions all the way down from the truck series to the Cup Series. So let's dive into it. Let's have a good time on today's episode. It is time to look at this week's news in the NASCAR racing world. All right, so we're going to do the same thing that we've been doing the last couple of episodes. We're first going to focus on the Truck Series news and then move on to the Xfinity Series and then finish it off with the Cup Series. And I think the first one we should start off with is an announcement on a one-race deal. I am talking about Nice Motorsports. So if we remember a few days ago, uh, Nice Motorsports was talking about an opportunity for one driver, whoever wins the Dirt Late Model Feature Event in the Gateway Dirt Nationals, would get an opportunity to race the number 42 truck at Knoxville next year on June 18th. Well, on December 5th, we got our answer and that is going to be Tyler Carpenter, a driver who's won back-to-back Gateway Dirt Nationals. So he will be the driver for the number 42 truck at Knoxville. I still think this is a great, great um, idea that Nice Motorsports is doing. A classic win and you're in getting an opportunity to race with the big dogs at a style of racing that you absolutely dominate at. I I hope they do this in future references and maybe some other teams. A Win and you're in program just seems like a really, really cool thing to happen here in the truck series and Tyler Carpenter is going to get his opportunity. This is absolutely huge for that driver. Hopefully he can do great in the Knoxville uh, truck dirt race. Hopefully Hopefully the truck race is a little bit better than what it was in the second half of the inaugural race. I think the race was running way too long. Hopefully they shorten up. I don't know if they've given the word on it or not. We shall see. But yeah, it looks like Tyler Carpenter is locked into that number 42 truck for Nice Motorsports at Knoxville on June 18th. Alrighty, so last week we were talking about Hattori Motorsports, how they expanded to a two-truck operation. Um, the very big, exciting news, and hopefully those drivers can do great, and hopefully that team is able to do the same kind of results with their team being doubled. Well, here's an, also a smaller team who is going to expand to a two-truck operation, and it is Hill Motorsports. Team owner Timmy Hill, yes, the Timmy Hill who drives the number 66 machine in the Cup Series, is excited to announce that 2022 will feature an expansion uh, to two entries for the family-owned team in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. That is absolutely stellar. I'm super excited for this team because... You know, for a team really, really small as Hill Motorsports, they've been having some very impressive finishes. They get top tens here and there. And the only team that I can think of that's equivalent to this team is is uh, the number 75 truck that Parker Kligerman drives. You know, we see them get top 10s here and there. Well, you know, Timmy Hill and Tyler Hill have been right there with their number 56 truck, and now they're expanding to a two-truck operation. I'm pretty sure those are going to be their two drivers running the full season. This is going to be really cool. I really hope this team is successful. Um, Are they going to make it into the playoffs? That's going to be really tough. I mean, they're going to be competing against the best of the best. I mean, Kyle Busch Motorsports, Thor Sports, Front Row Motorsports, Hattori Motorsports, Stewart Friesen, number 52 truck. There's a lot of people they're going to be competing against. But you know what? It's still really great to see this team expanding and continuing to progress forward. So we shall see what number they'll go with. More than likely, I can totally see it being the 56 truck and then the number 66 truck but we shall see but hill motorsports is confirmed to be a two-truck operation starting in 2022 now we're going to go back to nice motorsports because they made another big announcement they have announced that they are going to be having another driver run full-time for the team and that is going to be chris Right. A driver who drove for Sam Hunt Racing in all seven road courses in the 2021 NASCAR x Series, he is going to be running for the team full-time in the 2022 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, completing the team's driver lineup. So, Nice Motorsports looks to be all set, so I don't know who's going to be losing their ride uh, for the Knoxville race, if they're even going to. I mean, they could do what Thor Motorsports did and open up a fifth team, but this is really exciting to see this team already set up for NASCAR next year and some pretty interesting drivers too. I mean, you got Dean Thompson, you got Lawless Allen, Chris Wright, of course, we're the one we're mentioning, and then the driver who made it into the playoffs, the number 42 of Carson Hosobar. I'm really excited to see what this team is able to do. We saw last year the, um, that they were really mostly just focusing on that number 42 truck. The other trucks were just absolutely struggling near the end of the season. So, let's see what happens here. Let's see what the rookies can do. Let's see what Chris Wright can do moving down here into the truck series and see if Carson Hosefar can do what he did last year, and that's make it into the playoffs and be a factor for the championship. (laughs) And let's talk about some track news real quickly. This is going to bring a good nostalgia feeling for a lot of fans, and this is talking about Lucas Oil Raceway. Well, starting in the 2022 season, it's going to be rebranded as the Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. For those of you who do not know this track, Indianapolis Raceway Park was a track that the x Series and the Truck Series used to race instead of racing at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's a short track. It's a really, really fun track to watch good racing. Well, now they're bringing it back for the Truck Series, and they're bringing back the old name, which they haven't had for the track since 2005. Since then, the track has been named after whichever sponsor is sponsoring the racetrack, like O'Reilly was the sponsor between 2006 to 2005. So it was O'Reilly Raceway Park and then, of course, Lucas Oil, the one we are just talking about. But now they're going to finally include the Indianapolis Raceway Park. And you know what? I think that's a really good idea. It kind of makes a track stand out on its own. I mean, not many people are going to really think about Lucas Oil Raceway. If you're not familiar with that track, you're like, what is that? But many people are going to at least know the location of Indianapolis Raceway Park. So I like this and I can't wait to see what the truck series can do going back to this short track. So make sure to mark that one on your calendar for next season. And that will conclude the truck series news. A lot of good news coming out of there in that series. And it's only going to keep getting better and better as the offseason goes on. Now let's move on to the next series. Let's move on to the top XFINITY series news here this week. Alrighty, so for the Xfinity Series, there's not too much news to run on this week, but still some big driver announcements. So let's cover the first one that was announced on December 8th of this week, and that is involving Josh Williams. Now, if you're aware of earlier bit of news, Josh Williams was announced that he was not going to be returning to DGM Racing. Very shocking. He's been racing there for the last five seasons, and they have recorded eight top 10 finishes. Not a too bad run between those two. Now it has been announced that Josh Williams is going to be moving on over to BJ McLeod Motorsports for the 2022 X-Fantasy Series season. Kind of a bit of a shocking news there um, for some people, but for me, this makes a lot of sense. And I I have an idea on why Josh Williams uh, did this and he confirmed it. Here's the difference between these two teams. BJ McLeod Motorsports has a Cup Series team, and DGM Racing does not. I think what Josh Williams is trying to do is trying to prove that he deserves a spot into the Cup Series, and how does he do that? By having a great performance here with BJ McLeod in his number 78 machine. I absolutely love this idea, and he believes now that he's going to be staying in this car, he thinks he can get in between the top 12 to 20. That's a big statement to make because in the owner points for the number 78 team, they had six different drivers and they finished 28th in the owner standings last year, so... And that's probably why people are questioning it. But you know what? Let's see what Josh Williams can do. If he can get in between the 12th to 20th position or hell, even make it into the playoffs, I'd say he's going to be running for the Rookie of the Year award in 2023. I mean, at that point for BJ McLeod Motorsports, why not? Have a driver comes in here, shows a lot of talent in your x series, move him on up into the Cup Series. Heck yeah. This is also a big win for BJ McLeod Motorsports on taking a gamble on Josh Williams because uh, Williams noted that all his partners at DJ racing except for one which was work pro tools but that's kind of a DGM sponsor are going to be following him over to BJ McLeod Motorsports so not only is he going to be running on the number 78 car full-time he's also going to have some sponsorship backing so at this point BJ McLeod is like why not let's bring him on in so let's see what he can do next year Josh Williams will be driving the number 78 machine for BJ McLeod Motorsports. And this one, I think, is the most exciting news by far. I can't believe this bit of news because I really thought this team was going to scale down, but it doesn't look like it. Let's talk about Colleg Racing. So Colleg Racing already announced that they were going to have two drivers run full-time for them in the X-Fantasy Series. It's going to be Daniel Hemrick, who just won the championship in the X-Fantasy Series, and AJ Allmendinger, one of the final four in the playoffs. Now they are going to include their third car once again, the number 10 car, which was driven by Jeb Burton, but he was moved out of it by the end of the season. That is going to be ran by none other than Landon Castle for the 2022 Xfinity season. This is absolutely big news, and I did not think that this was going to happen. I mean, there was rumors earlier this week that he could be moving on over there, and I thought to myself, No. No way is Landon Castle going to get this big opportunity, and here he is. It's announced he will be running for this team full-time in the 2022 season. One of the big seal the deals here, I think it was for Colic Racing, was the sponsorship backing by Landon Castle, which was Voyager Digital, which is a cryptocurrency platform in the United States. He already said that he was going to get full sponsorship backing from this team, and they sponsored him for 17 races last year when he was racing the number four car for JD Motorsports. Now he's here with high-quality equipment. Colic Racing has proved that they are top contenders here in the x fandy Series. Let's see what Landon Castle can do. Maybe Landon Castle can get a victory here in this number 10 car. Hell, they got a victory with it at Talladega. Granted, it was a shortened event, but a win is a win. And for Landon Castle to move from Morgan Shepard Racing a couple of years ago, where he didn't even run a race— to JD Motorsports, a team that's kinda in the middle, near the back, to now a top team this is big. I cannot wait for this, and all the Landon Castle fans are absolutely excited about it. And if you're a Colleg Racing fan, you are excited about this too, because you just basically got yourself two brand new drivers, and also a driver who won the regular series championship. So big news coming out of here of Colleg Racing. Let's see what Landon Castle can do. I I feel like Daniel Hamrick and AJ Allmendinger will still be the front runners for that team, but. I I hope Landon Castle can get plenty of top 10s and make himself a factor going into the playoffs, but next year, the 10 car belongs to Landon Castle as he joins College Racing for the 2022 Xfinity Series season. Now, let's cover a little bit of rumors here. So, we just talked about Jeb Burton as he moved out of the number 10 machine. It was it was really tough for him. I mean, I would be uh, devastated as well. you just get kicked out of one of the top teams. However, he just said that he had some big news coming up here soon. So, this is more of rumors. And he showed a close-up of a photo of what it looked to be a number decal. Now... We can't confirm what number it is. I mean, all it shows is a part of a number. However, some people have pinpointed where this ride could be and They're thinking it's from the 07 car of Green Light Racing. That now that's this is just speculation there. This cannot be confirmed, so is this newsworthy? I think it is because I mean, it could be a, a possible expansion for another team here in the Xfinity series. But if it is Green Light Racing, now what does that mean for Joe Graf Jr.? He's been with this team for the last couple of years, he's done all right. I mean, it's not to the point where they're championship caliber, but he's done what has been necessary for this team. So, does that mean Joe Graff Jr. is moving somewhere else? Or is this team expanding back to a two car operation? They did this a couple years ago when Joe Graff Jr. was driving the 08 machine while you had Ray Black Jr. driving the 07. This could be the same thing happening again. Um, as far as Jeb Burton moving to this car, I think it's a step backwards for him as far as competition goes. I mean, comparing Green Light Racing to Colic Racing, I mean that's that's not a good comparison at all. Definitely, Colic Racing is a stronger pick there. But you know what? Let's see what Jeb Burton can do. Definitely getting another opportunity here where not many people thought he was going to get an opportunity. So if it is green light racing, we're not sure it is, this team could be expanding to a two-car operation. So we'll keep an eye on that. And that will conclude this week's Xfinity News. Not nearly as much as we were hoping for, but you know what? Still some big announcements. I'm super excited to see what Landon Castle can do. We we haven't really ever seen Landon Castle in top equipment here in the last few years. Now to finally see him with someone like Colleg Racing, woo! Let's keep an eye on him. I'm excited for that one. Now let's move on to the main series, the one that we all talk about. It's time to look at the Cup Series. Let's first start off with some track news, and that is involving Worldwide Technology Raceway. So it was announced earlier that this week that they're going to be making a $40 million worth of renovations through 2025. Now, this is big news because what this means is that they are expecting for this track to stay with the Cup Series long term. You don't just make a big investment like this into renovations and think, Oh yeah, we got a solid two years with NASCAR. We better go hard with it in those two years. No, no, no. They're expecting this to be permanently on the calendar for many years to come. And you know what? I hope so. I hope that the racing is good. It's a very unique racetrack. It's provided some very exciting races in not only the Truck Series and the Xfinity Series, but also in the Indy cars as well. So let's see what the Cup Series can do. But it looks like um, Worldwide Technology Raceway is here for the long haul, and they are putting lots of money into their racetrack. Little bit of sponsorship news this is going back to rfk racing or roush Fenway keselowski racing as they already had a huge announcement that brad keselowski was going to be a driver owner for this team and they also showed off what the brand new car is going to kind of look like But they didn't really have sponsors on it, just showed the team's names. Well, now we see one of the sponsors for the team, and that is going to be Fastenal. Fastenal returns to Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing as a primary sponsor for both the number 17 as well as the number 6 machine. I mean, not too surprised that we're going to be seeing Fastenal all back with this team, but it is pretty cool that they're going to be on two cars now. They've been mostly staying with that number 17 car with the likes of Chris Busher as well as Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Now they're going to be moving on over to the number six machine, and the number six car will be having that sponsor first starting off at the Clash at the Coliseum. As far as the paint schemes go, it looks like they're kind of getting rid of the white and replacing it with the black. Uh, I think it looks alright, it's not my favorite paint scheme by any means, but I still think it's pretty slick, especially for the number 17 car. I like it a lot more than the number 6, the number 6 is goes from black faded to blue, while the 17 has a little bit of more style to it, but at least they're changing things up and they're working on their best to make sure that the number and sponsor works well on the side door, because you know how a lot of people have been complaining about that, which I can understand, but it looks like we're already having some big sponsorship announcements for... RFK Racing. Speaking of sponsorship extensions, let's talk about 2311 Racing, where they have announced that McDonald's is expanding its partnership, starting at the Daytona 500. McDonald's was the sponsor for the team at Talladega, where they got that win, and ending the McDonald's curse, if you guys don't know about that. McDonald's hasn't been in victory lane since Jimmy Spencer in the mid-90s, so it's been almost a 25-plus year curse, and they finally broke it with a rain shortened event at Talladega. Now they're just like... Like, oh, hell yeah, we're going back on the car and starting out the Daytona 500. We want to be back in victory lane. And you know what? I think it's great for this team. It works really well. I mean, Michael Jordan and McDonald's has a long partnership with Michael Jordan, who's one of the owners of this team. Now they're banking that McDonald's can be in victory lane at the Daytona 500. And if they are, hell yeah, Might as well do it. So, McDonald's uh, announcing that they're expanding their partnership. Um, We don't know if they're going to be going to the number 45 as well. We know for sure it's confirmed with the 23, but maybe we'll see the number 45 McDonald's car in some races. But we will see it first starting off at the Daytona 500. right. so I think this is the biggest news from this week. And this is talking about... A Merge that happened here in the Cup Series that I don't think anyone saw coming that is involving GMS Racing and Richard Petty Motorsports Apparently Richard Petty Motorsports owed a lot of money to the bank and they were trying to find every way They could to kind of sell off some of their assets to pay some of those bills Well guess what it has been found that GMS Racing has bought a part of ownership From Richard Petty Motorsports and not only that have they bought that But they are all forming as one big team. And they're going to be called Petty GMS Motorsports. Uh, Big news here for this brand new team coming into the Cup Series. And not only that. Not only that. They're going to be keeping the number 43 car. Which a lot of people always want to make sure that the 43 car is staying on the racetrack. I mean such an iconic uh, number for NASCAR. But instead of running the number 94 car that they said they were going to run. Ty Dillon will be running The number 42 machine. The number 42 car looked like it was no longer going to be in NASCAR after Chip Ganassi Racing said that they sold all their um, assets on over to Trackhouse Racing. But just like that, 42 number is back on and it is going to Petty GMS Motorsports. Super cool about this. I mean, they're gaining back their numbers that Petty Enterprises is known for. Um, For a lot of you newer fans, the 42 car used to belong to Lee Petty. And then number 43, obviously Richard Petty. Well, they're bringing those numbers back. And I hope this team does really good. They got some um, high-caliber drivers. I mean, Eric Jones has gotten uh, some big victories at some crown jewel events. And Ty Dillon, he has had some really good runs when it comes to uh, super speedways. So we shall see what this team can do. GMS Racing has proved that they are a top caliber team in the truck series. Obviously, this is not the truck series, but to see them merge with uh, such an iconic team, this is going to be fun to watch. And I don't think anyone saw this one coming. So, Petty GMS Motorsports, a two-car operation running the number 42 and the number 43. Okay, so I find this one to be actually really cool news because this just confirms that I'm going to see my first ever concert. Uh, Pitbull is going to perform a concert as part of the Nascar's Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum Festivities. This is cool. I, I really enjoy this because what, last year was the debut of Pitbull with his brand new team. Uh, they they and Justin Marks uh, formed together the number 99 team. Now they buy Chip Ganassi Racing and they now have the number one car and the number 99 car. So they are obviously greatly embedded into NASCAR now. Now Pitbull is going to throw on a concert and me um, enjoying a few of Pitbull's songs. I, I really enjoyed Pitbull in the early 2010s and the late 2000s. He had some really good songs. So. So I'm really excited for this. Uh, If you're a fan of Pitbull, make sure to try to make it into the Clash of the Coliseum because not only are you going to be watching some absolutely crazy racing, but you're going to be also listening to a NASCAR owner screaming Dale and screaming a bunch of cities around the world. I mean, who would have thought in 2022 Pitbull was going to be a NASCAR owner and now he's putting on concerts at racetracks absolutely cool so big news here not only are they going to be racing at the coliseum which no one thought but they're also going to have a pitbull concert as well Mr. Worldwide. now this one's another um, not confirmed yet a little bit of rumors going on but still they have some photos of it so i have to talk about it let's talk about nbm motorsports so nbm motorsports we were not too sure they didn't really announce any plans on what they were going to do for the 2022 season well they just released some photos of their next-gen number 66 car. So that pretty much confirms that they're going to be running at least a couple races here in the 2022 season. But one thing we notice, and I cannot believe I saw this name on the top of their car, on the driver's side, it says, Boris said... Now, for most of you newer fans, Boris said was a ringer for Sonoma and Watkins Glen, had some great finishes there, a few top fives and top ten finishes, never got a victory there, but he did get a victory down in the x Series at Gilles Villeneuve Circuit, I may have said that wrong, but um, it was a really fun racetrack that they attended, and he just won it by just inches. Well, it was announced a few years ago that he was going to have his final race at Watkins Glen, and we haven't really seen him back in the Cup Series. Well, if this is true, if the if these pictures are legit, we might be seeing Head coming back. And what a time for him to come back. I mean, NASCAR has definitely been looking at road courses. I mean, they doubled them and some for the 2021 season. So definitely road course ringers are important for these teams. So to see said back in a car potentially, I'm very excited about that. So hopefully those are true. But it looks like NBM Motorsports, they will be racing next season. They have a next-gen car. As far as drivers, it looks like one of them could be said. And the last bit of news we're going to be talking about is a sponsorship announcement, a brand new sponsor for the sport and the team, Stuart Haas Racing, as Mahinda Tractors is going to be sponsoring Chase Briscoe in the number 14 machine. It looks to be a multi-year contract, so we shall see here, but they showed the paint scheme for it, and the reason why I'm bringing this up right now, this car looks legit, I really like this car, and with the number moved forward with the sponsor, this one actually works really well. What they have done is basically done an old version of Tony Stewart's number 14 machine when he used to have Office Depot as his sponsor. That's what it reminds me of, and let me tell you, it looks good, and I'm really excited to see this car. It's going to be the primary sponsor for the majority of the season, so you guys are going to see it a lot too, but it will first start off at the clash at the coliseum and ladies and gentlemen that is this week's news here in the cup series (music) And that will conclude uh, this week's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, really big news in all three series. And you know what? The news is just going to keep on happening because there's still a lot of ride announcements that still need to be talked about. I mean, who's going to be racing for Spire Motorsports down in their truck series? Where's Matt Benedetto going to go? Where is Jeb Burton actually going to be? Is it going to be green light racing? Who knows? But still, make sure to keep an eye out in the next few weeks because I'm telling you The news is just getting started here for the 2022 Silly Season. Make sure to follow us over on Twitter. I am at TylerV33. You can also look up NASCAR field filler uh, or vanilla wafers. I pop up either way. Also, to make sure to check out my TikTok, I've been posting videos on a daily basis. They're all NASCAR related. I've really enjoyed them, and we've been getting a lot of traction on there. Very close to getting 2,000 followers, and I've been doing it for a couple months, so that's pretty cool. So, I'm at Vanilla Wafers 44 If you like a little bit of NASCAR history, then make sure to check me out there on tiktok and also don't forget to check out the website nascarfieldfiller.com we're going to be doing a few more adjustments on there here shortly where we post the latest news fantasy picks as well as the top results if you want to reach out to me you can reach out to me on there want to know a little bit more about me we got all that information there on the website other than that guys thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.